0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: Half Hour! Hello and welcome to Half Hour, a theater entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Richie. And I'm Jeff. Here to bring you another spotlight scoop on one of the latest musicals to hit the Broadway stage. Today we're speaking about Diana the musical about the life of Princess Diana, who we all love and adore, a very historic person. Um, and we are here to kind of recap that. I would like to let you all know, we did watch the filmed version that is on Netflix. It is the filmed version of the staging of the Broadway show. It's not an actual film version of the musical. It's the film staging that was presented on Netflix this fall, ahead of the musical Diana coming back to Broadway because it was just starting pre-pandemic. It's now coming to Broadway this November for audience to see live at the Longacre Theatre on Broadway. So yes. the, the recap on this is if you would like to actually see it, go to Netflix right now and watch it and then listen to this podcast or wait to see it in person on the Broadway stage live. Um, but that is the version we saw, the Netflix filmed staging um and getting ready to kind of talk about this as it's getting ready to enter previews very, very soon.
0: um, Right, starting on November 2nd. Yes.
1: So a little bit of a history on this show. I'll give you the the rundown of who's who doing what. Diana the Musical has music and lyrics by David Bryan, who is the keyboardist for Bon Jovi, and Joe DiPietro. The book was also by DiPietro as well. Um, This is the same team that did Memphis on Broadway and won a Tony Award for Best Score. Um, It... Has direction by Christopher Ashley, choreography by Kelly Devine. We have costumes by William Ivy Long, lighting by Natasha Katz, sound designed by Gareth Owen, scene designed by David Zinn. And this was an out of town tryout at La Jolla Playhouse in 2019. It did run out of town and then transferred to Broadway with most of this Broadway cast as well. Um, the primary principal performances here Gina DeWall is playing Diana. Aaron Davy playing Camilla, Row Hartramp playing Prince Charles, and Tony Award winner G- Judy Kay playing Queen Elizabeth, um, and Barbara Cartland as well in those two roles. Okay, so where are we going? There's a lot of places to, we could go on this. Um, I would, I where think we have a lot to start. I would just like to say, could I just say something sure. while we're starting? Okay. My intention here on the podcast is never to um, put down or um, delegitimize what's happening. I think what is important to say to start is anybody putting their artistic integrity into something on a stage and and, and putting their their whole heart out in what they're writing and designing and acting and singing deserves accolade in a pandemic, post-pandemic. We're trying to get live theater back. So I would like to say that whatever we're about to say about the show comes from a, does come from a place of caring and a place of heart because we care so much about this art form um, that I do praise everyone involved for doing something originating a new musical on Broadway and putting that out there. I think it's really important to always say that and I never want to come across to people as oh we're saying this that and the other thing if we like it we didn't like it let's just always respect the art form and the people who work really, really, really hard to do that. So I just want to, there
0: was a lot that went into this show, obviously. So yeah, it makes sense to say something like that. Personally, I don't understand how the show came from an out of town to Broadway, but that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. because I think maybe it should have stayed there and had a little bit more work done Mm. first. Uh, I find that this is an interesting story to be turned into a musical, number one. It's a little weird and campy for me. This woman, Princess Diana's life, was so impactful and major, and I kind of feel like it took that away mm-hmm. by adding music to it. And I just, I didn't get the whole point of adding music to this story.
1: Right. Where if you were going to tell the story, tell it in a film or a play. Yes. Right. I was really, I'm going to be honest with you, there was a lot, unfortunately, a lot of things I did not like about it. Um, One thing I will say is everybody adored this woman Mm -hmm. and, and what she did, her impact on society. And to me, it was just odd that they portrayed her in such a way that was like, lost or fighting or sad or trying. And I remember as a child, I was a child when she died, but I remember obviously what the press photos show versus what's going on behind closed doors were two different things. But I remember a soft, quiet, gentle, gentle smile, motherly. I- this is a mother. Right. And we never see her as a mother in this play. I just remember her with the boys. She went, she actually traveled to Disney World with the boys. I remember that being mm-hmm. a big deal. And she was there with her sons. She did things with them. She stood there with them. She hugged them. She was this, and they even say in the show, You're a wonderful mother to these boys. Yeah. And they're just non existent in the whole. Thing
0: I was blown away by that. And I don't understand why they gave her this look of... And maybe this was an actor choice or maybe it was a director choice. But why did she have this stone cold look all the time? Mm. Like she was absent from life. Yeah.
1: Like she was a robot robot, or like a pawn on a chessboard kind it, of at that Maybe that's how, that's how
0: she... <laughs> but that's was, what
1: it seemed. Yeah, but then there was also this... To me, it was interesting because... The whole first act we were we spent the whole first act like really rushing through. Like they met, they get married, baby one, baby two. And I'm like, where are we going in act two? And then act two all oh, first of all, this was the Camilla show.
0: Yeah.
1: I get it, but I don't get it. I don't get why we're gonna spend the whole do we spend the whole Disney movie talking about Jafar and Aladdin? Do we spend the whole time talking about Ursula, the villain? Yeah, at times because they're vital to the plot. But every other song, there's Camilla. There's Camilla. Up oh, there, she is again. She's singing with them again. I was like, wow, and this could have been the Camilla story. But
0: The way that it just went through the transitions, like you went from song. You bring out this ensemble probably every second that you can. Which
1: doesn't work <laughs> in most times. I, I, it works when it's needed. And they're but. either
0: like singing background vocals. Like, have them in the wings. I don't know. I just don't understand. And they're being brought out in certain parts. And they don't look different enough in each one where I'm like, oh, that was the same person. That was, that was the was sister.
1: Just. That was Camilla's husband. And they're all in the ensemble. And they look the same way. Wait, what's Camilla's husband as a photographer? Oh, wait, no. He's now an ensemble member.
0: Right. You know and what I mean? that might make sense on the stage yeah, because maybe. we probably don't realize it. But zoomed in, that's something that's very clear. And I think for a filming of this, you should have got a couple more people in for the ensemble. Yeah. yeah. Not not the main roles right, the coming sister, in and filling right. in. Just just to make it look full. Right. You know, it, it I, just seemed weird. And I one thing I was thinking about with this, it's like we're rushing through this life. This is like essentially now like a biopic musical. Right. Just without the original it's not like she was a pop star, so we're not using her music, but it's like this this story of like Diana. But I'm like, how could this have worked?
1: I'm gonna Did ta- we can need I to tell have you a
0: more specific.
1: I'm gonna tell you how it could have worked because it worked with Avita. Okay. Here is a person, Ava Perone, who is, we're gonna tell the story of Ava Perone. Yeah. Worked. You know why it worked? Because the ensemble wasn't looking out into the audience, so I'm saying, now we are singing about this party that we're at right now. It wasn't like that. The ensemble told the story. There was the moment of let's learn about the marriage of Eva Peron and her husband. Let's let's have some fun numbers or we're like having a great time. And let's have those really somber moments. Let's go through her life and let's use the story of the history. For me, I was I kept thinking of Evita watching this because I'm like, why did Evita work and this didn't? Mm. And, it, and it's I know we're talking about two very different people, two very different things.
0: But no, but I think it's more than that. I'm, I'm wondering, like, why do we need to go in this timeline version musical that's kind of, like, an easy way out. Just yeah. to follow a timeline. Like, no, you should have taken a point of her life that you found really interesting and de- developed a concept around it. Think of, like, the movie Judy.
1: Right, It was the it was, final
0: days of Judy Garland's right. life. It wasn't like, oh, okay, we're at the beginning of Judy's right. thing and here right. and here. And then there were flashbacks, though, to Judy's yes, life. Yes, when she was – But young. it was more focused and contained in a specific part of Judy's life that it worked. This was all over the place. And you didn't know if this was about the queen, if this right. was about Charles, if this was about Diana, or if this was Camilla. about Camilla. Because it
1: was equally spread out across those four and everyone had a ballad and everyone had the emotional – pull but you can't do that all the time especially here's another thing why do we know nothing about this woman's life pre her being 19 or whatever when she like why couldn't we have flashbacks to her as a child she talks about her mother disappearing and her father i don't know there could have been like maybe some flat or like i just can't believe like her kids were nowhere to be found that was such a big part of their family i i don't know i but the- all the music and i'm gonna say something <laughs> this 80s rock the whole time it do, to me, it's like, oh my god, it all sounds the same. Yeah. I don't get it. Why yeah. 80s rock?
0: And there's also like the themes of certain 80s songs where I almost started singing other songs from on top the of this. 80s. It just didn't seem very original. And were they going for like a rock opera? Because it's yeah. so well, sung well, it through. Almost, but then we have all of these book scenes still on top of it. Well, it then it should have been more
1: like chess, <laughs> which is like the ABBA rock, like nobody is on. Like yeah. there, like there could have been some like. Anthem style, or like do it like the t- Tommy, the Who's Tommy, where you have a story driven with the music. This was like, yeah, I was like, okay, sing it through, but then we stop for a book scene. It, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I will tell you something. I didn't really think they got the wigs and costumes pretty strong. They were really. showing those iconic 90s and 80s looks for her. I thought the costume changes were really sharp.
0: The looks in general for her, I thought were really spot on. Right, high moments of the show were definitely the looks, definitely the lighting. Mm -hmm. I think the set as a whole was pretty good. I liked the moving pieces. It had all the right theatrical moments, um, part of it, but it just... There was something missing in the story, and we rushed this story. We rushed
1: because the whole second act was about the book she wrote and the getting back at him and him getting... It was like we spent a whole act about their failure and the marriage dying off instead of, like, maybe showing a little bit more of the buildup to that. It just act one, to me, seemed very rushed.
0: Well, also what I find kind of weird in the story is, like you didn't really know who to relate with or who to feel bad for because they kind of all were villainized in different ways. Sure, sadly. Even
1: she was. Yeah,
0: yeah. The Queen was. Camilla definitely was. Charles was. They all had this villain moment where they just didn't believe in this relationship and they were just doing it for the royals. And I guess it's like, Kind of oh. is that sadly what they are
1: they trying to make a point of what royalty the royal family is
0: or well doing? we still hear it today I mean, yeah
1: yeah and the drama dramas that happened there I will say something too Tony Award winner Judy Kay who's great and I think was so great at the Queen it made no sense why she was playing Barbara Cortland t- as well yeah. it, if. Here's where it would have made sense if she was playing this like wildly hilarious comedic relief thing and she kept coming in throughout the show and she was doing this like – or if she was like a part of the life of Diana maybe instead of this like writer from the past. And it was like – then I could say, wow, Judy Kay, that's pretty cool. But it's almost like "Mm, we don't have enough for her to do as the queen So because it was act two opening. It was weird. It was like not – what it should have usually a lot of shows start act two with like a big number like a fun comedy that's how a lot of times an act two will start um th- that the, she was like let's introduce you to diana's like co- like um lover guy whatever and i'm gonna be this writer and i kept thinking like wait was the writer really there like no i didn't get that and i'm like oh, she was great judy K. I think she's really talented oh, but, but they
0: I, should have just did what they did with the other characters and had some random ensemble person right play her for the right right,
1: right and then <laughs> It's <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know. I thought, the, I, listen, from a, I thought the lighting, the sound, the set design, the designs were nice because you have these names. David Zinn, Natasha Katz, Gareth Owen, William Ivy Long. That's Broadway, that's a Broadway team. That's the, the best designers of Broadway right there. So, of course, it looked and sounded amazing.
0: But at the same you know? time, they only can be as good as the actual sh- yeah. story and show is.
1: Right, and so I think a lot of this comes down to, also from the director and choreographer perspective, a lot of it was like, Every time a character needed to sing about something, whether it was the ensemble or a lead, it was looked to the audience. Mm-hmm. It was, it was 2D. It was like, there was no like, where was the beautiful breath in some of the emotions of this? Diana is like seven times where she sad. singing a sad song. You can't tell me that this woman didn't once have the... Like, where was the, like, I love my kids, I'm going to sing a lullaby to them and remind myself that I'm their mother. I just think her being a mother is such a big thing that was completely just omitted. Um, And and that's what I remember as a kid, because those kids, a little older than us, but they were kids when we were kids kind of still. So I think it's interesting to see a lot of that. I also... I don't know. I I don't know what happens with this because there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger elephant in the room. And the bigger elephant in the room to me is you put this on Netflix. That's a big deal because come from away is also going Apple TV plus, but that's been running. That went through an award season already. It's been running. It's international now. This is very new. So you're a new show. Now the masses can go see it on Netflix. What is the percentage of people who maybe would have went to see this in person who will now not? I would love to know that. We won't know right now. But I wonder.
0: I guess here's the thing. This show has probably already made more money than it was going to make if it just lived on the stage.
1: Because of the Netflix
0: purchase. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So now they can put that money. So the
0: producers uh, are happy. The actors are probably happy because this now lives on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and whether they fill
1: 50% house or 90% house doesn't matter. I mean, it's a pretty big house it's going to be sitting in.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is something that we kind of were talking about over the summer, I think. And it was like, what is, is this something that's going to happen on Broadway more? Right, than, the than is the filming of the now. staging. Yeah, because we're going to get these shows like Diana that come along and they're going to maybe have an, either a successful run or an unsuccessful run. And the producers are looking for something to actually gain their, get their money back. Right. So does something like this work? I mean, we didn't really want to see this show to begin with, but if we were able to get a cheap ticket, we probably would have seen it on the stage. But now that it was here, you know, I was able to watch it from the comfort of my own home. So.
1: And another thing is someone in one of the reviews of this, someone said, if this was intended to be satire or camp, yeah, it would have actually done well, but because the original intent was not, there were times when I thought, "Yeah, are we? Almost, we're not spoofing this family, right? We're not trying to do a disservice to them, right?" right? I mean, we have to- like I almost had to keep reminding myself, "Wait, this is not something that we're supposed to be like. Oh God, look at this family!" Because I thought it would, the intent was to tell a genuine. And struggle story here, which if that is true, which we're trying to believe here, that she really struggled, and I we all knew this in the town. Tab- we knew that she struggled, and and listen, power to a group of people trying to tell a story of a woman who struggled and giving her the strength that she needed to get out of this marriage or whatever it was. I get that. I totally get that. But there was this just real sort of deflated balloon feeling at times in general about. Where is this the, – the energy was there. We were moving scene to scene to scene. It wasn't like it was moving too slow. It was just very lost. It was a lost piece for me where yeah. I didn't know what – on a roller coaster. Where are we going now? We're stopping short. We're speeding up. We're turning left. We're turning right.
0: Well, that's when we have this conversation, though, about the music as a whole and getting added to this story. Maybe – That's what's not working.
1: Yeah, like, it was interesting because usually the act one ends on, like, a, what will happen next? Go take an intermission, right? And this was, like, the pretty girl. And she's, like, oh, so she decided to change her wardrobe, blackout, end of act one? Like, that's what the dramatic end of act one is going to be? Yeah, and they're singing pretty girl. I'm, like... So she's fi- maybe they're trying to say she's finding the confidence in herself to not have to wear the royalty look and do something good for you because you are kind of a fashion statement of your time, yeah. wearing the cutting edge stuff. But that's what you're going to show right before act end of act one. I don't know. I just I and then I will say something. Let's talk about the end. Um, I was wondering how are they going to bring up the death? Will they bring up the death? So they do. I actually like that they did it that way with the ensemble reporting it as opposed to like bringing a projection up or something like that.
0: Um, well, that was an interesting part because I did like the number. If yeah, yeah, I, if? yeah,
1: if I, I, yeah, I think so.
0: Like, I, it, what I don't know, and I don't know her story well enough to actually probably talk on this, but like did she do those things for charity oh yeah when they yeah. were getting so divorced she was yeah if they got divorced during her
1: whole time this she like I loved the scene about the um, AIDS the HIV AIDS patients mm-hmm. that is a really big moment in history when she went and shook their hands yeah because the stigma in history at the time was like you're not Like, what are you supposed to do and not do when you go to a hospital and visit? It was just a stigma. And she was breaking that stigma. And that's true. There's famous photos of her hugging and shaking hands of people with HIV AIDS at the time. She was an advocate for charity. She was always that. So I think she was doing that during her tenure as princess and even during the marriage and then... As the divorce was maybe starting to come through before she died, yes, she was always an advocate for that. I what it
0: is- seemed like though, at the end, they were saying all of the things she maybe could have done if she was still alive. Oh living. maybe
1: yeah, yeah, that's or, what I was kind of getting. From I was that getting song. the vibe at the end of like, this is what I'm gonna do now. I'm yes. going to be even stronger. I'm going to become more of an independent person. I'm going to do what I want, when I want. And it's sad that then it instantly ends with her dying
0: because mm-hmm.
1: she was probably going to have this whole second life.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that would have been astonishing. I think she would have done some really remarkable things. She was very well respected by the yeah. society. But then it's like it ends. I actually, I will say I loved that walking out with the lights like that. I thought that was chilling to me. Oh yeah. It was a theatrical moment. Was like, cause I think death is handled so interesting on Broadway stage. Either someone disappears or it blacks out or they talk, they drift away. Watching her walk into that. Look like into the stars, into the paparazzi, whatever oh. we, and the few flash bulbs at the end dying out to none. That well, was a brilliant it, moment. They
0: started it with that in the show, right? So I thought, they they thought that was full circle. And full circle coming back is like the paparazzi was all over her, right? And then she was done. But then and then end. the paparazzi, but then leaves. end, but but end like yeah. end
1: with her. That would have been a chilling it. moment. End with her. She's gone. You have the other three come out saying, like, and then we're going to sing for one more minute, and then end? Wait, this is Diana. Yeah. It should end with her, I think. I don't know. I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess part of me is, like, are they? It, it almost is like they're making fun of the whole story.
1: And, like, oh, now Camilla's sad? Really? Or, or right, is what's she? what's the line that like, they, they say? Like, I don't they get say, it. it. It's the last
0: line. I don't even remember the They name. were like, um...
1: Oh, someone think. who thinks they can change the world. You never know who's going to actually change the world because the person you may least expect does change the world. <laughs> Something like that. I'm like, okay, cool. So you all respected her for that, but you all were, like, hating on her the whole time. Yeah. And now we're going to end with the three of you looking at the audience like, oh, she's gone. And? Like, uh, no, it doesn't work for me. I don't find the emotional attachment to that.
0: And then they get together after, right?
1: Oh, in real life, yeah. Now Charles and Camilla are the thing. They're together and they're doing their thing and the queen's still living. And Mm -hmm. when the queen goes, he will be king. I believe that's the hierarchy there. Where was the queen's husband the whole entire time? I have no idea. You had bit characters. I understand the presence of let's show the queen as a strong, independent woman. I get that because she is. But she does have a husband who did in real life recently pass – So where is her husband in this whole entire – like him and the two kids. There's part of this family that are nowhere to be found. Oh, but we'll keep showing scenes with Camilla's husband. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep having scenes with Camilla's husband, but we'll not show the queen's husband? I don't get that. This is
0: the story that they just wanted to tell from whose perspective? You know what? That's a great question. (laughs)
1: Who are are we trying to be on the side of here? Are we trying to... It's almost like you were... Like someone could do like the spoof sequel to this and it could be like Camilla's version. But it was like almost half Camilla's version already. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. And then it's like, who are you... Are you blaming the queen? Because the queen didn't want Charles to get... Married to Camilla in the first, but then the Queen allowed the divorce. That's why Camilla, in quotes, had to pick Diana for him, right? Isn't
1: it? But like, is that what you're trying to tell us that this is how that happened? And and also, but we're gonna make
0: a musical about it,
1: right? Like, why don't we (laughs) tell a really chilling, awesome, different version of it in a different format? It just doesn't make sense as a musical at all because the dancing was not like featured; it was like in the background, in the shadows, half the time. And I'm sorry, leaning to the left. Leaning to the right, stepping foot like some of the choreography when is cool, a, but some of it is at, like
0: when they're at a classical piece, but they're acting like they're on an airplane.
1: Yeah, they were like, I don't know, like
0: turbulence is going on. <laughs> it was, it was. I, I thought there were some cool things when they did the costumes, and she had a lot of quick changes that were done on stage that it, you didn't yeah. even see. And into happen. the wedding
1: dress, that was amazing. That don't know how of it nowhere. happened
0: unless that was edited. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it was. You know, there were some. There were some. I guess positive And I'm things. trying to
1: figure out does is does this become a tourist trap show? Does the diehard true. theater fan go see this? Who's the fan? Who's the audience? You know for what? Us? I d-
0: I don't really know who the fan is going to be, but when it starts again, we're going to find out if people are yeah. actually going. I just think, you know, I just there's things coming to Broadway, and we keep saying this a little bit over and over again. It's like I don't know if it's meant to be a musical, mm. not everything is meant to be right. a musical, and we have this we have this idea or some people have these ideas that we can be taking stories and just adding music to it and call it a musical right okay, great, but like i don't really find that there was a lot of creativity added to this story. This was a simple Tell we're going to take the story we're going to add music to it, and like if the musical was outstanding, that would be one thing, but this was like. No, we're just going to sing about Pretty Pretty Girl and a dress and this. And like that's not really creative in my eyes. Some people might find it creative. I don't really find it that creative and super talented in writing characteristic type songs.
1: Right, right, right. You know,
0: where does that live on after? And yes, could regional theaters and high schools do this after? that's great. That's fine. There's plenty of bit role characters in the whole thing. There's plenty of space for ensembles to do this, but it just doesn't make it a good and, musical.
1: Right. And that's why, like when you look at something like we, we just saw Town, and we talk a little about with Town, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I loved it so much more from a theatrical perspective, just from going down into the underground, the choreography, the movement, the flower being the symbol, that red flower that tr- 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 goes through the band being included in the lighting. That that's theater. That's beautiful, wonderful, telling a story.
0: But it also needs to come down to this word called what are you inspired, inspiration Mm. or inspired Mm. by. You can be inspired by something, but do something creative to that story. Yeah. Perfect example, and some people may disagree, but like Hamilton – but right. Manuel was inspired by the story of Hamilton yeah. and then he put his own right. twist on it. Right. It's like doing a cover song. You can be inspired by the song and want to do your own right. version of it. Right. But if you're just going to do a straight cover, okay, well then we know what that is. Right. But it's called inspiration. Right, right. Hades Town was inspired by the story. Right. But that's not how it was told right. originally. But the the
1: only, the other problem with the, telling this royal family story of Diana is you have different interpretations. The queen could tell this story differently than Charles could, than Camilla could, than Diana could, than a, someone living in England could, than an American could. This sounds like a mostly American cal- uh, team, of a creative team, I think, mostly. So I'm like, okay, so now we're like really far removed <laughs> from this. Yeah. We're Americans telling the story they're just fine Tell other story of course but maybe we like did did you interview people in the family? what are the two sons one of which lives here now doesn't Harry and Megan live here now? are they gonna go see would you would they would they support this Not that it doesn't matter or not I don't know but would they want to see their mother like this and this story like this were they asked what their opinion they were kids around during this?
0: yeah you know I don't know but, like what was the original inspiration though like was there a book out there? Like the book that they're talking about in the show. Was yeah, maybe that, that's what
1: they're basing some of this what on. What it's yeah, based on. Yeah. And
0: it's more of like what Diana was saying in that book. And now yeah. we've turned it into a musical. I don't know. Like I get, I, I get what some people do when it comes to coming up with these stories. And then I think that's what inspires other people. And they're like, I could do that too. Mm. The story of Princess Diana is pretty interesting. Should we do that to her?
1: Right. The story of King Henry's six wives is really interesting too. And look at how that was told.
0: Right. You don't understand what I'm saying with, six. and that's what I'm talking
1: about. And that's it, it's it's and it, and it doesn't have to be flashy, flashy all the time either. Some things can be told really somber, really stripped of all of that, and just this like wouldn't that have been wonderful to see some of these scenes of Diana and Charles and the Queen in serious like how dare like some yeah. dramatic? I am my. You are like, I I could just write it right now in a way. I'm not a writer, but I could see some of the beauty and some of the tragedy. This is tragedy. So tell it like a tragedy, maybe.
0: Exactly. And with that, there Uh. we are.
1: (laughs) There's the ding dong ding. So quick recap. What's your recap overall on Diana, the Broadway musical?
0: You know, some people are going to like it. Others are going to dislike it. And like you said earlier, you don't want to hate on something so much that it Someone else's opinion. So I would feel bad if that's what this podcast is doing. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that I loved it because I didn't. Mm. And I think we need to get a little bit more critique on some of these uh, musicals and plays that are coming out because... There's so much work out there that deserves to be on the Broadway stage. But when we think that this is going to be a blockbuster musical, that's what's getting ahead of other things that might be a little bit more creative. Mm, okay. So that's my opinion. There we
1: go. Yes. <laughs> um, overall, I think that this is um, unfortunately just not my cup of tea. I, I think it's a beautiful – it's a beautiful woman – yeah. That This story is about. It's a tragic loss of life. Um, and I, I hope that this does justice to her in yeah. some way. Mm-hmm. If people are going to see this by the masses, I hope they remember her and what she did as a strong, wonderful woman yeah. who did a lot for her family and her in t- her town and her country. Um, I just don't think um, that this needs to be told this way. Yeah. in this musical theater format. And I love musical theater. I think anything, here's the thing, I think in some way anything could be told as a musical, maybe, but not this way. This was too cookie-cutter Yeah, I mean, me. I th- agree. Yeah.
0: Everything could yeah. potentially yeah. be a musical. But also, this story might be too soon. Yeah, yeah. Might be too maybe. soon for the Broadway maybe. stage.
1: And with that, I feel like, you know, overall, like I said, you can go see this on Netflix. Um, You can go see it live when it comes back to Broadway. But, that's our scoop and I wish them all, I hope, I hope the cast stays safe yeah. and healthy. I hope that the production team um, enjoys having live audiences back on it. I always wish for anything to run as long as it can and we'll see, you know, yeah. we'll see. Great. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed. We got lots of new shows and some movie musicals coming out this upcoming holiday season and things we'll be talking about. So please be sure to follow us on Instagram at half hour podcast for the latest on posts on the things that um, you see there posted so you can engage and comment with us. Um, let us know what you're thinking of our podcast episodes. But yes, make sure you check us out on Instagram at half hour podcast. And with that said, for now, we're signing off. I'm Richie and I'm Jeff saying ta ta for now. Bye.